Today's episode is brought to you by Honey. Honey is here to help you save some money. It's that simple. It rhymes. It's that simple. Also, today we're brought to you by Me Undies. Me Undies. You're walking around in your underwear right now anyway. You might as well make them Me Undies. Let's jump into this podcast. Woo. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs. Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to an exciting episode of Cax and Crendor in the morning. Hey, welcome to the Crendor Can Sit in a Chair Again podcast. Yo, your dick's not broken. That's cool. Yeah, so, okay. Let me tell you. In my mind, I imagine you're like all posted up like in a dick cast. You know, uh, and you're just kind of like, well, <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> go on. Let me tell you about the pelvic floor. The, um, all right. What? The perennial muscles. I hate that you called it the pelvic floor floor that's what it is the pelvic floor i don't like that one bit that sounds okay. that sounds <laughs> sus to me my friend <laughs> the pelvic floor <laughs> the pelvic floor okay uh going right down now. pelvic floor <laughs> the pelvic <laughs> lingerie floor. and men's apparel what are the pelvic floor muscles the floor of the pelvis not elvis <laughs> is made up of layers of muscle and other tissues. These layers stretch like a hammock from the tailbone of the back to the pubic bro- bone at the front. You mean the taint? You talking about the taint? It ain't the taint, taint, it's now, the taint. The taint is part of the pelvic floor, yes. Of course, of course it is, but yes. It expands, it goes all throughout, like up to your, up to your butt, uh, up to the old, you know, genitalia regions, to your hip bones, like it's all over. And so, uh, I was like, okay, so I looked up pelvic floor exercises, yoga, like physical therapy stuff, and I started doing a lot of it, and it worked. Now you're back. Yeah, you just had to stretch those muscles out. I had to stretch out my pelvic floor. Yeah. Honestly, I think they were. Powerful pelvic floor muscles. Too powerful (laughs) for their own good. We never need to say the word pelvic floor again. (laughs) Perennials. (laughs) Powerful perennials. (laughs) It sounds like you're talking about plants now, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'd rather and, hear uh, plants when you say perennials <laughs> than pelvic floor. And like, uh, as like one, you like push on like some of the like areas, and then one area I pushed on, I felt it like go all the way down my leg. I was like, wowee, and then it like loosens up, kind of like your back if you push like a spot in your back and like radiates down your arm or something, you know? I mean, I kind of get you. I've been doing like some morning stretches, and it's weird that. When I wake up and I do my stretches, I feel like I'm going to say an inch taller. <laughs> Is that weird? Like I'll do my stretches and then at the very end I'll lay down the bed and just like full body stretch and I it feels like my body is getting wider like bigger <laughs> like my arms are extending further my le- I'm just, I, I feel like my bones are like we were all crunched down and now we're free it's great <laughs> it's a great start to the day you're like oh I can do anything right now I mean that's probably why if you like look at like animals like cats and dogs whenever they wake up they stretch yeah, you just got to get like a good, you don't have to do too much. You just got to like yeah. stretch the bod when you wake up because you're, you've been 
crumpled, crumpled up in like a <laughs> position for X number of hours. So a full body stretch does you good. It gets everything flowing. You're like, ooh, I, you know, I get why Rita Repulsa did that thing where she's like, you're like, ooh, I, I have returned. Yeah, I get it. I get it now. It all checks out. Yeah. No, it it makes sense. So, uh, man, it's been like just just figuring out. Okay, so now, okay, so now I'm, I've got like a minor in pelvic floor. I've got like a a major in gastroenterology. I think I'm like I think I'm heading towards a medical career. Here's the thing: if ten years from now you're a doctor, it would not surprise me. <laughs> we'll, we'll call you doctor. It's doctor. 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 Yeah. Hey, uh, doc. I think I got this pain in my arm. Like, uh, might be your pelvic floor. Might be your stomach. In your arm. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everything that I know is just gonna go back. Like, yeah, it might be your pelvic floor, or the stomach, uh, possibly the uh, IBS, IBS hitting in. So we'll just uh, we'll run some tests. <laughs> That'll be. Uh... I don't. Never mind. I take it back. I don't want to go to a doctor that's like, well, doc, there's something wrong with my eye. It's like twitching. Well, okay, let me explore your pelvic floor. Uh, I don't think. Nope, nope. Trust me, it's gonna be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's uh honestly i didn't know this much about the pelvic floor and so learning about these perennial all right dr john keeps being like it's i called him perennials and he said it's perennial perennial i'm like listen you're talking to the guy who doesn't know how to pronounce anything i brigged myself live in front of thousands of people you think i'm gonna <laughs> know how to say perennials um, i like how, i like how no matter what you do the one the one thing you have in your back pocket is like look I threw myself in the brig <laughs> to stop myself live in front of several thousand people. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> I'm very well aware. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it can, honestly, if you got, like, a tight pelvic floor, you can have, like, some, you could have trouble, like, with your bladder because it, like, can push up on the bladder. You could have trouble going to the bathroom. You could have trouble, you know. Sitting down like I was because it's all tight and you push down it like presses up presses all that thing you got to do that. It sucks, man. It sounds like it sucks. That doesn't sound good. That sounds awful. It does. And every time I feel like I spin the wheel of like what's what's next on the health. Then sometimes you get to go back. It's like uh, oh perennial uh, perennials are feeling good now and you're like oh there's the heartburn again. Good old heartburn. I missed you. Right. You get to like revisit some old problems or like oh IBS flared up again. Finally something I'm used to. We well, just know? have to like learn things that work best for you, right? Like yeah. pizza. It, I have learned to appreciate cheese pizza much more now because for some reason, whenever I have pepperoni pizza, I'm like, oh, my body. And I think it's because of all the grease. And yeah. so. Oh, no, it'll do it. Yeah, I did a test and I like did the whole paper towel pat down the top of the pizza thing. I was fine. Mm -hmm. Totally fine. I, it was just because. <sighs> pizza be greasy and i'm not you know 19 anymore and i'm like <laughs> give me a whole pie like i can't <laughs> no i'm telling you dude the towel the towel on the pizza to get that grease off it's a good stretch it works and and it doesn't you know it makes the pizza look a little more microwaved <laughs> like <laughs> when you look at the pizza after you're done with it you're like oh it kind of like ruins the glisten and the top of it that makes it look like mm, that's a good ass pizza but with that said <laughs> Still tastes the same. 
Yeah, no, it still tastes the same. You still got that grease layer on top. Listen, some people want the grease layer. Some people can handle the grease layer. That's great. I can't. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm just saying, it's probably healthier for you too. <laughs> it's probably better for your body. <laughs> oh, it definitely. You know, is, yeah. maybe. But uh, yeah, I've learned to appreciate a good cheese because I don't have that issue. I don't have to pat down the top of it. I'm like just a plain cheese pizza. The cheese, the dough, the tomato. That's all I need. Yeah, sometimes if you get like pepperoni. That's just gonna that's gonna ooze that grease right off on top, mixed together, and you got like a grease fiesta. Yeah, you don't you don't want that. You don't want that on your mozz. You don't want that. Well, I feel like if you get like a mozz, like if you get like a what's it called with the mozzarella and like the basil leaf and the the the, 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 the margarita. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Got that's it. the one. I got it. Uh, like if you get a margarita pizza, I feel like that's like a pretty good pizza because you don't get overloaded with a lot of stuff. It's like a lighter pizza. What are those called? They're not, I I would be a fool to call them Italian pizzas. That's not correct, but uh, mm. whatever that style of pizza is, um, the more rustic pizzas, we'll say. Uh, mm-hmm. I think those pizzas, no matter what, quality wise, are always better than like a normal pizza or like a hand tossed or a deep dish or New York or a, you know, what a Chicago style, whatever. A uh, Midwest mm-hmm. style where they get there's all these different styles of pizza, but I think like the ones where it's very simplistic, those are always better for you every time. But oh, yeah. with that said, a big slice of New York pizza folded up is like, yes, oh, God, that's a good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's where it's at. You get that big slice and you fold that shit, and you're like, oh, man, that's where it's at sometimes. Hell so, yeah, that's where it's at. I get it. I understand. That's how my perennials are doing. That is <laughs> that's good to know. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a question for you. Speaking of physical activity, mm-hmm. I got this note today. Jesse, question for you. In your podcast, Cox and Crendor, what was the name of the workout series that Crendor was watching? It had some old Russian guy or something? That I need to learn how to weigh, uh, learn the ways. Uh, yes. It's, uh, I think he's Israeli. Okay. His name is Golad. <laughs> Golad. <laughs> I love the name Golad. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah, his name it's is so Golad. <laughs> Golad Jenklovitz. <laughs> yeah, no. Golad yeah, Jen- yeah, okay. Jenklovitz. It's, so it's G-I-L-A-D space J A N K. L O W I C Z. Galad Jankovitz. He is an Israeli born fitness personality, best known for the longest running fitness show in the United States, Bodies in Motion, and for his show Total Body Sculpt with Galad. Raised in Israel, Jankovitz has been an athlete devoted to fitness since his high school days. He is 65 years old now. Total Body Sculpt. With Galad. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, wow. Look at this guy. I've seen this dude before. Yeah. Wait, you have? I have You've seen, seen Galad? I'm sure I've seen Galad. I don't. <laughs> I haven't given Galad any, like, you know, thought ever. But I've definitely <laughs> seen Galad before. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. No, he's great. It's, uh, like, the thing is, when you... I feel like when I listen to him, right... It's sometimes <laughs> I've watched the DVD thing like so many times. It's hit the point where I know what he's going to say. And I know like all that little intricate like like uh, 
quips that he says, right? He's like, we're going to stretch the bicep muscle. Like he has, he puts the emphasis on like bicep, but I like that, you know, it's, I mean, I know you do. <laughs> I, if you go, I found Galad TV. He's definitely aged, but he still looks roughly the same way he did 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, like even in Honestly, dress, even the way he off. dresses looks roughly the same. Yeah. No, he really does. If I could pull that off, I'd be fine with that. I like that at a certain point, workouts from the 900 series are just him and, like, women in bikinis. And, I I mean, <laughs> I'm inspired to work out now. I, you know, <laughs> literally just him on an island dancing with, like, women in bikinis in the background. And I'm like, all right, I'm in, Galad. What do you need me to do? <laughs> Never mind. I ch- workouts from the 400 series is where it's at 400 episode one episode 401 bodies in motion it features a chimpanzee <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i don't care why i love it oh my god episode 402 a child is doing it with him oh my god the child is there the entire season oh my what? god is the is the chimpanzee there the entire season <laughs> episode season four is the 400 series is where this shit's at 23 of the best episodes ever. <laughs> we'll be bringing on a child and a chimpanzee to show you that anyone can do this. <laughs> I love this. You know what? It was a different time. The 80s were a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. It's, uh... A child and the chimpanzee. 1988, this was out. Holy crap. I, uh... The one I specifically did was Express Workouts with Galad. Shout out to Galad. Shout out to Galad for, you know, keeping it going, keeping it tight for all these years. Yeah. It's definitely always weird to see, like, a very ripped, physically fit 60-some-year-old person, especially considering most of the people who are physically fit and 60 start to turn out like Schwarzenegger, where, like, time is like, I'm still coming for you. Doesn't matter how hard you try, I'm still going to get you. And they're just like, you know, are ripped, but they're still falling apart. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Galad got it put together, man. Look at him. That's great. <laughs> yeah. No, Galad's great. So, I mean, yeah, if you were uh, if you were wondering about uh, Galad, Express Workout. I even think it's on YouTube if you check. There's, like, some of the workouts on YouTube. Well, there you go. By Galad. We, we're, it's not an advertisement, but Crendor says it'll help with your pelvic floor. That might not, but <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll help something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, my God. I went to the grocery store this week, mm-hmm. and uh, I discovered something called Times 2 Caffeine Coffee. Times 2 Caffeine Coffee. Oh, I think I've seen that, actually. It is. They have Starbucks versions of it. They have, like, there's so many different versions of it now. And I was like, you know what? I've been having, like, messed up problems with sleep lately. I, I'll, some days I'll sleep too long, and other days I'll barely sleep. And so I was like, maybe I just need to stay up a normal <laughs> sleep schedule, wake up, do this thing. So I've been doing, I've been, like, getting up early, drinking my, my extra strength caffeine coffee and like going through the day i feel like i'm an addict i feel like this is a problem but i simply don't care it works it's keeping me going who would have thought the answer was drugs yeah <laughs> the answer was drugs uh yeah no it's 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 doing it for me i feel like it can't be healthy for you if it's yeah. like double the cap although isn't that what an energy drink is anyway um i mean 
Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have it from a cup of coffee than like a 600 calorie energy drink. So, you know, I feel like that's well, healthier. If it's times two caffeine, can you just have like two cups of coffee? I don't know that's how it works. <laughs> well, what what do you mean? Well, you just have one cup of coffee, then you have another one. That's two times the caffeine. I I don't know. I, I feel like there's a math problem here that we are not solving. <laughs> right? Like, you know, one of those equations where it's like, just because you do 100% twice doesn't mean you're getting 200% caffeine. Does that make any sense? Uh, I get. Well, yeah, because you're not doing it all at once. Honestly, I don't know. You could be totally right. <laughs> but I also don't want to drink two cups of coffee. Like, one cup of coffee is enough for me. I'd rather have two cups of coffee. Well, I mean, that's because you live that dangerous life. I'd rather have, like... <laughs> A nice warm cup of coffee, then some iced tea, and like go about my day. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it feels more dangerous doing like twice the caffeine in one serving, and then going about your day. I mean, look, I don't know. <laughs> I have to assume that the Starbucks brand corporation wouldn't have sold it if it wasn't gonna kill me. <laughs> or wait, if it was gonna kill me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just, you know, I could be wrong though because they've, you know, people sell stuff all the time that kills people. So I don't, I'm just like, I saw it, I figured I'd try it, it like, tastes the same and it is keeping me going. So I'm not going to complain right now. Although, mm. if in five years I have like caffeine addiction and I'm squirrely and jittery, you'll know why. This will be the episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, so this will be the one where I go crazy. On the bright side of things, at least it's like, uh, you know, it's getting you normal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been, oh, it's, man, this week was so long. I'm so, to think it started with us playing Saints Row. Oh I my God, forgot I forgot that was this week. <laughs> I did too. I was like, man, when did Grinder and I play Saints Row? And I was like, oh my God, that was last Sunday. <laughs> yeah wow by the way last week we played saints row everybody yes we did one day i'll make a clip show of it because it was hilarious but, um, <laughs> it was pretty great yeah we went back and we we played for a little bit and it's just as good a game as it always was it's fantastic yeah it was fun to like relive the relive the thing that started it all you know started this show it yeah we found out that it cox and crendor was like the thing yeah, that I like how we during that game. Yeah, I like how we found this out, even though we were the ones. <laughs> <laughs> we found out that we remembered that we did a thing. Yes, live on the stream, we were like, "Wait, what? <laughs> this is what started it." Yeah, now we know. Yeah, because I guess, I guess, bef right before we were gonna do the like the actual episode of Saints Row for the first time. I think we were like, yo, it's like Cox and Crendog. And then we were like, it's kind of like a morning show. And I think then you just titled the episode Cox and Crendog in the morning. That, I mean, that sounds about right. And then it just kind of became a thing. And we were like, we should just do a, do a show. That's God. And that was, uh, that was nine years ago. That was nine yeah. years ago. Eight. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think it was like eight and a half, nine years, man. I can't even my whole, my whole body. Hey, <laughs> I feel that. It's wild to think that some of the things that I remember, I, I get parents now. I get why parents are like, <laughs> you'll always be my baby. Like, I get it. Because some of the things I remember from 2014 seem like they were yesterday. Oh, and then yeah. I'm like, that was 20, that was six years ago? 
Oh man, it's wild. <laughs> time is time is a curse. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand villains now. Super villains, I get you. I the bad guy in Star Trek Generations, I get now. I'm like, <laughs> I will defeat time. Oh, it's madness. Especially oh, yeah. looking back a week, right? Like just looking back one week yeah. and be like, what a long ass week. And to think that I remember March being forever. April mm-hmm. flew by. And yeah. I was I was doing like research on because you know every once in a while I'll just rather than work go on the internet and be like <laughs> let's learn a thing. Yeah. Apparently, there's a part of your brain. There's actually a documentary on uh, Netflix. If you guys, if you want to get real crazy, everyone, um, there's a documentary on Netflix called "Have a Good Trip." Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a it's a Netflix documentary about LSD and peyote and like you know. Drugs and their effect on people And it is filled with celebrities It is crazy uh, Carrie Fisher has this huge bit in it That's like amazing Sting talks about d- Doing drugs and giving birth to a calf like, It is <laughs> The craziest thing you'll ever watch But um, in it uh, They talk about you know Time in, in There's a part of your brain that registers time which is why when you're on certain drugs, it feels like time is all out of whack. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I got a deep dive. So I went on the internet to research this bit, and there's like a part of your brain, just like there are parts of your brain to regulate all sorts of things we don't really think about. Mm-hmm. There's a part of your brain that r- registers time. And it's why, even though time is not an existent thing, time is just entropy, right? Like mm-hmm. everything over time grows, then fades away. Um, it, it, it's it, We perceive time as a tangible thing because it like helps us sort our day. And yeah. so there's certain things that can alter your brain that will change, you know, perceptions of reality and all this different stuff. But one of those perceptions is time. And it's it I just went on a rabbit hole. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Once you go down that rabbit hole of like what is real and what isn't and how it's all perceived in your brain, you're just like, Am I even real? Oh yeah. It was, <laughs> it's wild. Oh, yeah, no, I have that happen a lot. I see. But for you, I think that just happens on, like, you wake up and you're like, what is even real? Oh, yeah. No, that happens all the time. <laughs> like, uh, I was, I went on, like, a forest walk. I was just walking. And then I was like, a bug flew into me. And I was like, ah, shit. And then for some reason, right after that happened, I was like, I was just born one day. And now here I am walking in the woods. And I got hit by another bug that just randomly got up. It was a bug. Came out of nowhere, just like me, but it got to be a bug. I got to be a human, not just whack me in the face. And that bug's going to be dead soon. And I'm going to be dead one day. And we're all going to be dead. And then I was like, anyway, I'm going to keep walking. <laughs> Look, this made me want to go to the woods and do shrooms. I've never <laughs> in my life been like, yeah, I feel like shrooms is a good option. But now I'm like, maybe, maybe I should. <laughs> they uh, were like Sting. And I'm trying to think who else it was. Someone else was talking about it. But like. They went into the woods because they were told, <laughs> I remember now, Sting's story isn't even going into the woods. Sting went to Mexico to like a weird cult thing <laughs> up in a mountain <laughs> and like it did drugs and like had blood poured over him and shit. <laughs> and like, but no matter what was going on, all of them were like, while they were in this moment, they like saw truth and were just like, dude, we're all stars. We're all just dust, man. The earth, hey, the now planet. you're an all-star. <laughs> exactly. Get your game on. Go play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like they're like, don't you get it, man? We're all stars. And oh, it's it's 
It's wild because you know, like when Sting's talking about it, it's hilarious. He's like, I gave birth to the. He helped like give birth to a to a calf. Like he was on a farm, <laughs> and some guy ran up to him while he was high and was like, "Dude, you gotta come help me." And Sting got there and was trying to like help this cow give birth, and there was. He said he was like seeing rainbows and shit. And I was like, I, I gotta be honest with you. Sometimes I think I need to have one of those moments. Maybe you do. I'm just, you know, I feel like maybe I won't need double caffeine coffee to keep going. Instead, I'll just be like, don't you get it, man? I am the trees. <laughs> and yeah, I'd be fine with that. Shrooms in the if woods. If I became that guy, yeah, if I became that guy who was just, people are like, how you doing? I'd be like, I'm doing as good as planet Mother Earth lets me. If I became that guy, I'd be fine. Yeah. I'd be fine. I'd be fine with that. As long as I like had some chill vibes, I'd be great. <laughs> no, it's uh, I agree. I think uh I think sometimes you just need the you need that like out of body like perspective. Some people like me it just comes naturally, but other people I feel like you just need you need something to get you there. You know? Like my dreams are already like that anyway. Oh my god, I had some wacky dreams this week, <laughs> let me tell you. Wowie. Whew. I, a lot of my dreams were related to like I had one dream where I uh, was doing a podcast and I don't remember who I think it was Felicia Day and someone else were on the podcast but it was about how they discovered a fish in the Antarctic that lives only nine days or something like that and the fish they found out wasn't from Earth and was the first sign of extraterrestrial life and then I realized after we were done recording that I had forgotten to press record <laughs> and so it was like I, it was a panic attack I had like a panic attack and woke up and was freaking out huh. yep which is Obviously had nothing to do with anything in that dream except for the fact that like I constantly worry about <laughs> my job and how one <laughs> dumb mistake can screw it up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've had dreams where like I'm still in school and I'm like, why was I dreaming about being in school? Yeah, it's just those are always weird. Just stress dreams suck. <laughs> They're never fun. And yeah. it's always about stuff that feels real and not like yeah. and then I was scuba diving with flamingos and the flamingos <laughs> were made of gumdrops it's never that shit it's always like yeah I was late for school and I got there and school had ended forever <laughs> no it's always crazy because some people are like it's just you know I just dreamt like me and him were together and we were just at the beach and so I'm like I don't know what kind of dreams you're having but my dreams are like fucking oh, like it's raining bananas there's like a fox pulls up in a car it's like the fuck it <laughs> you like gotta go on an adventure and then all of a sudden like everybody's gone and I'm like on a like on Mars and then I'm just like gathering rocks on Mars and then someone's like take a photo of me and my family and you're like oh, all right you take a photo and then you're like wait how the shit did I get here and then you wake up and you're just like what <laughs> Those are my dreams. I would love to have a sexy dream. Sexy dreams, wherever you're at, whatever it takes, hook me up. I would love to have a dream where it's like, and then we were alone on the beach. I don't have any of that shit. I don't have any of that. The last remotely sexy dream that I remember was uh, years ago. I remember this because it was terrifying. Um, mm -hmm. I was at a mall alone. I think I might have said this on this podcast even. I was okay. at a mall, and I was looking for a friend, and she was, like, in the mall, and her face was always away from me. And every time I would grab her and turn her around, it would just be the back of her head. <laughs> and so I, like, chased after her in the mall, uh, and I ended up in a room where I was held down on a stretcher, and the person there was, like, a naked Britney Spears, but with the head of an alien. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I do remember this. Yeah, I'm t- I said it ago. on this podcast a while ago. That's the last <laughs> remotely, remotely sexy. Other than that, it's like weird stress dreams or like very chill, happy, like, yeah, and then this thing happened and that was fun. <laughs> I did a, dude, I remember one dream I had. It was crazy. I remember there's this girl and she kept trying to like flirt with me. And she was like crawling towards me, and I was like, "No, I'm like, uh, I'm with someone." She was like, "No, no," and I'm like, "No, I have a girlfriend already." And she kept crawling, and I put my hand out, and it like pushed her head, and her neck broke, and she fell over and oh died. Oh my god! And I was like, "What the shit?" And then I was like, the <laughs> helicopter started flying over, and I was like, "I gotta get out of here." And then I pulled up a map, like I was in Call of Duty, and I had to like flee to Canada. And I was like, "All right, I gotta get to Canada, but I gotta go through the woods." And then I was like, wait, what am I doing? And then I woke up and I was like, what the uh, shit? The dream collapsed around you. I've seen that movie. I get how it works. Yeah, it's Inception. The dream collapsed. I- as, soon as, I, <laughs> as soon as I was like, no, I can't do this dream. was like, Bleh. I think like that girl was the embodiment of the dream. I love that most, sometimes like if you're in a relationship, someone will have a dream and be like, are you cheating on me? I dreamed you were. In this case, you would literally kill someone for toast. <laughs> Apparently, I was just like, I can't cheat. I'm in a relationship. Just... Snap. The thing was, I wasn't like, eh. Like, dude, I just literally put my hand out and her head like went into it and it just like broke her neck somehow. And I was like, what the shit? That was weird. Listen, if you, <laughs> I uh, I gave people a, a glimpse into my Dikea thing on my Patreon. So I'm like, I'm not putting this up on my main channel. It's like, it's too crazy. So I put up on my Patreon. It's literally just my scribbles from uh, the Dikea we did. And uh, I, li- I like letting people into like my brain for a bit. Oh my God, it's was like, that yeah, Monday? Yeah, the meatball man. Yeah, that was Monday. Oh my God, this week has been forever. I, I was yeah. like, yeah, Dikea, when did we? Oh my God, yeah. that was Monday. Yeah, that was Monday, and so it's uh oh yeah, that was the third Daikia. I feel like that was like the the end of the trilogy. I'm upset like you didn't call it Daithria, but whatever. We teach their own. Daithria sounds like diarrhea. So does Daikia. Yeah, but less so. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah, it was uh you know I think uh I did like if if you're like I don't want to give Crendor Patreon money that's fine I wouldn't either. But if you go to my YouTube, uh, <laughs> then there I have my Daikia 2 notes up on my YouTube if you really want to look into, like, my uh, past brain uh, Daikia activity for, like, a glimpse into, you know, my scribbles. I don't want to spoil Daikia. I'm not going to spoil any of it. Oh, yeah. Go watch it. I just think Sam, this time around, Sam was, like, he was great. You know, he kind of got screwed over, but in the end, everything came out just the way... He, just the way it should have. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It happened. I was there. It happened. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll be... I don't even know if it's up yet on JP's thing, but it'll be up there. I don't know. I have no clue uh, how that yeah. man's working. Uh, but speaking of working, we got, we got bills to pay. Uh, <laughs> hey there, everybody. That's right. That was the segue. Summertime's coming. You probably want to go out. <laughs> Tough. You can't. That's the world we live in now. But <laughs> why not wear your short shorts at home and have them be me undies? Yep, that's that's the, the road we traveled down. <laughs> me undies will keep you comfortable in these uncomfortable times. 
You can also get a membership with MeUndies, and then just things are delivered to you. You don't have to worry about it. Every month, the softest, coziest undies magically will appear at your door. As your collection grows, your laundry time lessens, adulting gets infinitely easier. Plus, your membership has site-wide savings and early access and free shipping. I know, you're like, a membership. You don't have to. It's fine. But I'm just putting it out there, kids. MeUndies are made from micro-modal. Again, it's been how many years? Still have no idea what that means. <laughs> Micromodals. And, you know, micromodal. An irresistibly soft, sustainable fabric that encases your nether regions in a cloud of comfort. It's magically made from trees. Again, don't, uh, I don't, I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I will say it gives you a great reason to hug a tree. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Me undies are offered in a range from extra small to 4XL. Right now, you can get 15% off and free shipping. All you got to do is give them a try. And they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You get 15% off. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Free shipping. You'd be a fool not to at least try them. MeUndies.com slash Crendor is the place you want to go. Trust us on this. You will love them. Once more, MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's me. Also, while you're stuck at home, we know you're doing a lot of online shopping. I am doing a ludicrous amount. But did you know you can make it even better? Because you can save some money with Honey. Honey is the free online shopping tool that lets you save money online. It will automatically find the best promo codes and just apply them to your cart. It's that simple. Straight up, you just, if you're on Google Chrome right now, just boop, go there, get Honey. And then, boop, you're good to go. It's like in there, it's running, it's doing its thing every time you go to a store online. Target, Sephora, Macy's, Etsy, Lululemon, DoorDash, Walmart, all sorts of different things. It will apply codes for you. When you go to checkout, a little box is going to drop down. It's going to be like, do you want to apply these codes? And you're like, yup. And then it will scan the internet <laughs> for all sorts of codes and then the price will drop. It is ridiculous. Uh, I recently used it when I went to Walmart because I couldn't, I, you know, I was on the search for uh, paper towels and toilet paper and all that stuff. Went to Walmart, saw they had the toilet paper I wanted, they had paper towels, and they had tissues. And I was like, perfect, I'll just order all of them from there online, have them shipped. Went at the end, went boop, 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 typed in, I think the total was going to be like, 40 some dollars and it dropped down to like 22 and i was like oh baby it worked great it was perfect that's what i'm talking about that's the kind of savings you can get it'll search everywhere for them and it was it was saved me some money honey has over 17 million members who have earned a total of like two billion dollars in savings well we did you know Honey supports over 30,000 online stores, and they're adding more every day. Users love it so much. It has more than 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome Store. I came into the Google Google Chrome Store. There you go. <laughs> Not only is using Honey literally like passing up free money, it's totally free. It installs within seconds. It's now part of the PayPal family, if that's like your jam. All you got to do is go to joinhoney.com slash cox. That's joinhoney.com slash cox. Cox. All right, Quindor, let's go chop you up with something. Scott, Quindor, how's that traveling? 
Uh, everything is on fire. Back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Now let's go over to the weather. The sweather? <laughs> yeah. The sweather desk. The Here at the sweather desk, I've got a nice, well-knitted Christmas sweater. Uh, I will be, um... Throwing it in the garbage. No. I hate sweaters. No. I knitted that for you. <laughs> it, said, it said Santa's favorite hoe. Oh. Well, in that case, I'll be uh, taking it out of the garbage, just uh, saving it in the buy. How do you got? Actually, do you ever return receipts? I don't. I'm not going to return it. I just. Oh, yeah. It's in I the just, box. Uh, I figured, you know, it might oh, not great. be your size. No, it is. It is. Okay. I'm going to wear this in maybe a couple years after you've forgotten that you got it for me. Christmas to me will always be summed up by that one that one vine that's like, oh, an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> that is kid great. is my favorite. As he like unwraps and goes, oh, an avocado. <laughs> I mean, listen, sometimes an avocado would be great. <laughs> healthy, it's got healthy fats. Thank Good you. <laughs> and then he just puts it up to the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit's funny. That's great. Um, oh yeah, the weather. No, no, uh, no. Let's go to let's go to like Yak, yeah, Yakutsk, Yakutsk, Saka Republic, Russia. I was about to say Yakutsk is one of the places you can get in risk. I think. Really? Huh. I think yeah. so. I think it was at least on the old risk maps. <laughs> Yakutsk is 62 degrees, feels like 60, high 64, low 42, UV index 5 of 10. Uh, as of, wait, what time is it there? Right now it is 12.45 p.m. in Russia, in Yakutsk. Yeah, that sounds about right. Look at that. Uh, it's going to be on the old 10-day forecast, 64 degrees today. Then you got some 70, 72, 63, 67, 68 with some AM showers. You got 75, 75, 70, 69, 68, 71, 74, 76, 77. So actually, it's uh, it's pretty nice there. It's yeah, like a summer in Russia. Temperature. Yeah, wow. I wonder how cold it gets. Very. I would imagine very cold. Coldest Yakutsk temp. The lowest temperature recorded in Yakutsk was negative 64 degrees Celsius, which is negative 83.9 Fahrenheit. That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, <laughs> yeah, I would not ever want to live there. Also, but, yeah. People also ask, why is Yakutsk so cold? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Yakutsk, is, its capital is one of the coldest big cities on Earth. So cold, it's entirely built on permafrost. Most of its buildings are on pylons or stilts made of wood or concrete so they won't melt the permafrost. Incredible. That is incredible. What the shit? It came into being in 1632 when the Yenisei Cossacks built a stockade here on the Great Lena River. That's kind of crazy. I mean, Yakuts looks like uh, a lot of different Midwestern towns. You know, it's like not big. Mm -hmm. But, like, it definitely... People live there, that's for sure. Yeah. No, I looked up the uh, hit images. Just a bunch of people, like, frozen. Yeah. I'm looking at the images <laughs> now, too. It's just people with, like, their eyelashes frozen. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. That shit's crazy. Um, and that's the weather. All right, Krendor, let's go to sports. Sports. Um, 
Good news for sports. It says the NBA is going to be targeting for a July 31st return. So we could have sports as soon as uh, in like a month and a half from now, two months. How are they going to do that? Uh, and then hockey. I assume with no crowd, sure. Yeah, with no crowd. But are they going to... In fact... Uh, are they going to make the players travel? Like, how are they going to do that? So the plan for the NBA is they're going to play all the games in Disney World. What? Yeah, so they're going to have all the teams stay in Disney World, play in Disney World, and they have, like, enough hotels. They got, like, stadiums they can play in, like, and they're going to do, like, a 16-team playoff, like, right away, or, like, 20 teams or something like that. So I think it's... So they're not going to have, like, every team. It's just going to be, like, the top, I think, like, 12 teams or 10 teams from each conference, and then just play it all in Disney World. Fascinating. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the NHL, I believe, is also kind of doing a similar thing. So they're going to do like a 24-team playoff. And they're going to play in two hub cities. So they're just going to pick like, you know, Vegas and L.A. Or like Chicago and Vegas or some shit like that. And just play it all in two places. Huh. So that's that's the plan, which is <laughs> yeah, we'll interesting. See. <laughs> uh, and then the... Uh, I don't know about baseball. Baseball's still <laughs> figuring shit out, but uh, basketball and hockey looks like they're trying to get some stuff going, which is wow. pretty neat. Also, in football, Jake Butt says he's back to 100%. Oh, thank God. Our long national nightmare <laughs> is over. <laughs> yep. And the uh, sports. Okay. Crendo, what is our big news story of the day? By the way, before we get there, I've been looking through Yakuts more just because I'm fascinated yep. by it. Uh, if you look it up, just be aware, there's a National Geographic issue called Yakut Siberia, How to Celebrate Summer in the World's Coldest, coldest City. Uh, it looks like Midsommar. It's crazy looking. It looks like they definitely are killing people there. Everyone's oh, dressed shit. up in white. Everyone <laughs> is like, dancing around maypoles and stuff. And there's like a, there's a big, what looks like people standing up against like a sacrificial pole. I don't know what's going on. Obviously, it's wild. Huh. But also, like, shout out to Yakuts because they have, like, some beautiful people there. Anyway, hi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving it's on. Beautiful, beautiful people. That's so beautiful. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, man. This one got tweeted to us. Okay, here we go. Men hired for sexual fantasy break into wrong house. T All right, first off, time out. Uh, yep. Men hired for sexual fantasy? Yes. All right, let me just, before you read this story, before you read this story, let me just say, this could be one of those stories that people on the internet think is hilarious, and then we read it and we're like, well, this is not funny at all. So be, pre be prepared. Oh, boy. Be I prepared. Even... This could turn out bad. This could. All right. Okay. This could well, be one of those. Man, this might, this might be one of the, oh, geez. All right. In a sex fantasy gone wrong, two men with machetes entered wrong house in New South Wales, Australia, before quickly realizing their error. Wait, what kind of fantasy takes machetes? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. This seems like a pretty dark fantasy. <laughs> seems like this seems like the kind of fantasy you keep between loved ones, and not and not not on a <laughs> podcast. I am, Wait. I'm a little worried. We're going down a dark rabbit hole here. <laughs> One of them has now been acquitted of entering a home armed with a weapon. 
in July of 2019, they had been hired to carry out a client's fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh... You know what? Uh, some fantasies are worth putting on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the the judge concluded the facts of this case are unusual. <laughs> it's, you know, what is, I'm not even going to ask it. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He hired two dudes to do this, to break into his house, brandishing weapons, tie him up, and then stroke him with the broom? That was his plan? I guess so. <laughs> He, uh, the role, role play was arranged over Facebook by a man near Griffiths, New South Wales, who provided his address to the hired pair. Quote, he was willing to pay a Aussie $5,000 if it was really good, the judge said. What, do you, what, do you, what is the really good part? Like, the breaking and entering? <laughs> He's like, that was realistic. I was definitely scared for my life. <laughs> or, yeah, or the broom stroking, <laughs> in which case, like, how do you know what a good broom stroke is? Is there a definition? Is there like a you know like a hierarchy of broom strokage? I have no idea, but I'm glad that I don't have these fantasies. Uh, maybe I'm the problem, Crendor, because the entire time <laughs> you're reading the beginning of the story, I was really worried. I was like, uh oh, I don't like where this is going. And then I was way off. I was I'm pleasantly surprised it was broom massage. <laughs> uh, however, the client moved to another address. 50 kilometers, 30 miles away without updating the two men. They entered a home on the street of the original address. When the resident noticed a light on in his kitchen at 6.15, he assumed there was a friend who came by daily to make morning coffee. When the men called out the name of their client, the resident turned on the light and removed a sleep apnea mask he was wearing. It was then when he saw them standing above his bed with machetes, which they appeared to have brought as props for the role play. When they realized their heir, one of the pair said, quote, Sorry, mate, and shook the resident's hand. Uh, That's the most Australian thing I've ever heard. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. They broke into his house. They're like, sorry, mate. And they just like left. <laughs> the two men then drove to the correct address where the client noticed one man had a great big knife in his trousers and asked him to leave the weapons in their car. The client then cooked bacon, eggs, and noodles, and a short time later, the police arrived at the property, found the machetes in the car, and arrested the hired pair. The judge ruled the evidence did not suggest the men's actions were intentional. They, quote, carried machetes either as a prop or something to use in that fantasy, he said. The fantasy was unscripted, and there was the discretion, discretion as to how it would be carried out. The lawyer for Terrence Leroy, one of the accused, said, is a commercial agreement to tie up and stroke a semi-naked man in his underpants with a broom. Entry was not with intent to intimidate. Can you just go back and read that <laughs> statement again, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quote, It was a commercial agreement to tie up and stroke a semi-naked man in his <laughs> underpants with a broom. Entry was not with intent to intimidate. That is truly one of the craziest things I've ever heard. That is... <laughs> How does they have a broom? That's what I'm saying. I don't get it. I, and trust me, I understand many sexual fantasies. This is one I do <laughs> not get. Yeah, I... I don't get it either. I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe somebody 
Somebody, somebody knows something we don't in the comments or something. You're asking for someone to inform us more about this? I don't <laughs> think there's anything else to inform. That was just uh, one of those things where at first you read it and you're like, oh, shit. And then you're like, okay. And then you're like, wait. And then you're like, oh, wow, this is insane. It was like a roller coaster of emotions. It definitely was that. <laughs> I was all over the place with that story, but I'm glad it worked out in the end. Man, yeah, it, it worked out in the end. You know, got the got the happy end, happy ending. Wah 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 wah. Man. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening or watching, or however you're enjoying this podcast. Crendor, hit him with those socials. We've got socials. Yes, we do. We've got socials for you. Um, Hey, listen to our podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. It's on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All one word. If you go to YouTube.Cox and Crendor, you're going to find the animations, which are probably better than listening to the... <laughs> actual podcast yeah i can't wait for the uh, animation of the guy who got stroked by a broom or whatever oh it's gotta happen uh <laughs> and then uh yeah subscribe hit the bell do the things i don't know youtube talk uh also follow us on our things youtube.com slash crender youtube.com slash jesse cox twitch.tv slash crender twitch.tv slash jesse cox twitter.com slash crender twitter.com slash jesse cox facebook.com slash crender facebook Instagram.com slash Crender is taken. Instagram.com is normal to talks. This is about it. There we go. All right. That's <laughs> it. We'll see you guys next time. And as always, whoop, to be continued. Uh-huh.